An astonishing claim has been made this week by a Chinese scientist that could upend how we think about human creation. To some, it's a breakthrough that could be the beginning of the end for genetically inherited diseases. For others, it could be the opening of Pandora's box. This is TikTok. I'm Dave Myers. Joining me today is Bloomberg News health editor and reporter in London, John Lowerman. Thanks for joining us, John. Happy to be here. So who is the scientist behind these claims of the world's first gene-edited babies, and what was he trying to do? So uh, the scientist is named He Jiangqiu, and he's a scientist obviously in China, which uh, I think everybody knows now. Um, he uh, is uh, trained in the U.S. Uh, at Stanford and Rice University. Uh, he's a physicist, physicist by training. He's not a doctor, but while he was in the U.S., he became very interested in genome editing, uh, and um, went back to China, got some funding uh, for the research, actually started his own company uh, to, to build a um, single-cell uh, genome um, uh, sequencing machine, deciphering, uh, genome deciphering machine, and at the same time got very interested in this area of uh, genome editing. So what he tried to do was um, he found... A, a, uh, a group of parents, a group of families in which one parent, the father in every family, had HIV. And he took embryos from those, from that uh, um, uh, mother-father pair and edited them with a, uh, a deletion, with a mutation that is known to, um, to uh, discourage the spread of HIV, of the virus that causes AIDS. And then he um, allowed, reimplanted those uh, embryos just as you would um, in an IVF procedure. And the pregnancies, pregnancies went to term. And, these, and it was two twin girls, and they were recently born. And did his, did his work, was it successful? So, well, so, you know, first of all, there were uh, seven sets of parents. Um, there were a total of 31 embryos involved, and so only one of them came to term. So there's all sorts of different measures of success here. Um, so first of all, it's successful in the sense that one uh, of the pregnancies came to term, and it's not clear exactly how many embryos were implanted. Um, he spoke today in, uh, in um, Hong Kong. And he said that uh, there's a second pregnancy underway. However, he did say that the project uh, has been halted or paused, um, obviously because of the ethical outcry around it. So that pregnancy did come to term. The twins were born. But um, now it's coming out that... Uh, so the gene editing was supposed to um, create a mutation, create this mutation in a cell that's on the surface of... Uh, immune cells that prevents this mutation, the way the mutation looks, HIV can't latch onto those cells and enter them. So the idea is that these children, for whatever reason, because they're not at higher risk of HIV than anybody else in the world might be necessarily, but uh, the mutation was intended to um, prevent them from, from becoming infected. So first of all, it's not clear from what I've been reading anyway that um, the genetic manipulation was uh, successful, and it's also not clear whether, whether or how, f how completely they've been made immune to HIV. And what type of backlash is he now facing? Well, 
I mean, this is all you're reading about now. I mean, you've seen it as well as I have. I mean, it's on every front page. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's, it's, it's not just headlines. Um, uh, his fellow researchers have spoken out against him. There's an investigation of his work ongoing at his university in Shenzhen. Um, there's a, a, an outcry here in the United States. Um, as I said, Ho spoke today in Hong Kong, and uh, I just went through the transcript a few minutes ago, and uh, there is practically nothing positive being said about this work. Um, every researcher seems to agree that this is just a, a, a gross, uh, 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 that this was done in, in, uh, in defiance of international norms, which uh, say that, I think the, the word you, you have to keep in mind here is experimental, mm-hmm. that this is an experimental procedure, and it really shouldn't have been done unless these infants or the family or, or somebody um, uh, sees a benefit from it. And it's not at all clear that anybody has benefited from this at all. And there may be costs to pay uh, down the road. Um, CRISPR, CRISPR, as I say, is experimental. Real, nobody really knows what happens to human beings who's, who are born with um, CRISPR changes uh, in their, uh, in their um, germline cells and in, their em- in the embryonic cells years down the line or in future generations. So what would that type of side effects be exactly? I mean, yeah, theoretically. Yeah. yeah, so I should probably take a minute and explain what CRISPR is first. So CRISPR is this technique for altering um, people's genes. It's, it's, it's basically an, it's an enzyme that was found in bacteria a few decades ago. And over the past few years, scientists have learned how to use it, how to use this uh, enzyme to uh, delete genes or replace them in humans. So there are other techniques for doing the same thing, but CRISPR is very cheap, it's very simple, and it usually works. So the issue, though, is that CRISPR, first of all, uh, it's a bacterial enzyme. It hasn't been used in humans for decades and decades. It's been used in bacteria, obviously, or it's been part of the lives of bacteria for for millennia. But um, we just started doing experiments in adults with CRISPR, and we're not really sure what the the side effects are. Um, there have been some experiments that have shown these are in cells, not people, but experiments that indicate that there may be an elevated risk of cancer. There's this issue called off-target effects where, okay, so you want to make changes in one gene, but there's another gene on the other side of the, of the genome that looks very similar to that. Does CRISPR get in there, and it, does it make the same change, and is that a change you wanted? So the side effects of CRISPR are still you know, to be cataloged, and one of the things that HUH is trying to do is uh, to sort of see to, to see whether um, these off-target effects have been an issue uh, in these uh, the, these children who have now been born, whose embryos he altered, and I think a lot remains to be seen there. He's going to follow them for 18 years, he says, but they have not been identified, so nobody else really has uh, any access to this data. All the experimentation was cre- carried out with a great deal of secrecy. Um, that's another reason for the backlash, is that nobody knew that this was coming. Who has claimed that um, he talked about the experiment, uh, that he talked with other with ethicists about it beforehand, that uh, he feels that it's all legal, that it's uh, legal under Chinese guidelines, but there's still a huge debate about this. We, we haven't heard the last of this by any means. 
So there's a lot of controversy. There's a lot of debate. And there's a lot that seems to be unclear on the long-term ramifications. Then what's the purpose of this? What, what overall is the goal of doing this type of research? Well, so um, I guess you could look at it in terms of upsides and downsides. I mean, the downside is uh, the downside is that CRISPR could be used for sort of frivolous, you might say, misguided purposes like this, um, like uh, this effort that Ho made. There are lots of other ways to make or to provide protection against HIV um, besides messing around with somebody's embryo. Um, there are excellent drugs that are available. Um, you can prevent uh, HIV infection using uh, uh, existing drugs. You can, um, you can prevent the uh, transmission of HIV from, parent, you know, for, from a mother to a child, which is uh, the most common form of parent-to-child transmission um, using drugs. Uh, there are, it, it, once people can become adults, there are all sorts of uh, behavioral interventions that make all kinds of sense. So this use of CRISPR might not have been the best one. I think uh, most critics would say that. That might not, also, So that might not be the case in this instance, but there might some, some might sure, argue. So the, right, right. So that's the upside. Uh, and the upside might be, for example, that uh, there are genes that can be targeted, um, uh, for certain diseases, for example, Huntington's disease. I mean, that's a single gene disorder. You could potentially get in there, cut some of that gene out. Um, I, I'm not sure how it w- would work, but it's, it's a, a disorder that's well associated with a certain gene. Can you get in there and do the kind of work that needs to be done at the embryonic stage to prevent uh, a, 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 you know, a person from developing an extremely... Uh, debilitating and, and deadly disease, exactly. And those are the types of experiments um, that other researchers think need to be done at some point. But uh, you know, uh, but when they are done, I think most would argue they should be done with the knowledge of other researchers, mm. an appropriate ethical review um, that determines that they're done under the right conditions and that they show something that's worth knowing. So if, if the science is being developed to identify and, I guess, biohack uh, DNA and fix inherited ailments like, like allegedly HIV in these two babies, that's not a good thing because it also comes with the downside of saying, playing God and creating um, a better human being overall, right? Well, that is one of the, as you say, one of the downsides. That's, an, you know, another potential downside. I mean, these are when you talk about uh, creating designer babies, choosing hair color, choosing eye color, perhaps uh, choosing the sex of the child. Um, uh, There are certain genes that are associated with uh, muscle mass that could be added. Um, People may start uh, experimenting with adding genes that contribute to intelligence. There are, you know, supposedly there are genes actually that that um, are associated with um, more outgoing behavior. There's all kinds of things that, if you allowed people to uh, do whatever kind, of, whatever kind of experimentation they wanted to do in embryos, um, that, uh, that that might be done and would, you know, have uh, real ethical questions about them. But was genetic engineering more or less inevitable? Well, genetic engineering of well. For the reasons that we just talked about, because there is so much to be gained for people who 
really do face severe genetic disease. Yes, I think genetic engineering of embryos uh, was going to happen at some point. And as a matter of fact, at the same conference uh, that Ho spoke at today in Hong Kong and, and took so much criticism for his work, the dean of Harvard Medical School, I was just reading this on Twitter, the dean of Harvard Medical School got up and uh, said, you know, we do need to start doing experiments uh, with embryos um, uh, using CRISPR uh, gen- genome editing because there are so many severe d- diseases where, uh, um, uh, where, we could, where it would be possible to make some positive changes. But um, uh, was this the way? I don't know. And is, I mean, is Pandora's box now open here, or can it be stuffed back in till the proper time and the proper research well, can be done? There was a time when um, you know Pandora's box, when opening Pandora's box meant um, uh, IVF, right? Uh, in vitro fertilization. I mean, science is just an endless. Uh, it's uh, it's like one of those Russian dolls of Pandora's boxes. You're constantly opening new new Pandora's boxes, and this you could say that from the moment CRISPR appeared, you knew that this box was going to open, and um, so I think it's just a matter of. Uh, like anything else, um, keeping a close eye on it and um, setting some guidelines and making sure that they're followed, which they weren't in this case. John, thank you. You're welcome. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please head over to iTunes and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.